Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. Uh, this is Adit Kapadia and together with me is Sunanda Vashish. Hi, Sunanda. Hi, how are you, Adit? Uh, doing great, you know, yeah. just um, enjoying the weekend. <laughs> if anyone ever thought, it's a very common saying that a week is a long time in politics. If anyone ever thought that wasn't true, last week has been uh, one of the reasons why that uh, saying came into existence from mm-hmm. the exuberance of Northeast. um to the muted um celebration or not celebration but um muted dejection by um on bjp's side because of the bipoles just tells you how a week is truly a long time in politics absolutely and together with us to talk about it all is um uh, the founder of uh, janki baat a uh, citizens journalist journalism platform he's been um doing videos reports from the ground on uh, uh, from various locations his opinion polls on northeast which we featured on mindmakers as well where uh, i mean the, the, he was one of the few per people to get northeast absolutely right and he's been talking various about the up bipoles as well so welcome to mind podcast pradeep it's a pleasure to be on the show thank you so much adir uh, it's pleasure to be on the podcast looking for an interesting conversation oh absolutely we've been uh, we've been planning and planning on having this for a long time so i'm glad you know it worked out this time so uh, without further ado let me just get into the the the, the meat of the thing uh in uh, pradeep i'm going to talk about northeast a little later because we had a detailed discussion last week so i want to talk to you about your experience but i want to specifically start with the bipoles so for people who yeah. did not know there were bipoles to five seats in up two in up and three in bihar uh, two lok sabha seats in up one lok sabha seat in bihar and two vidhan sabha seats in bihar uh, <clears throat> the two out of those two uh, out of those three in bihar it was pretty much status quo as rjd had one lok sabha and one vidhan sabha and they held back those and and one uh, vidhan sabha seat was held by bjp bhabua which they won the major shock was in uttar pradesh uttar pradesh uh, the seats of gorakhpur where yogi uh, yogi adityanath the current cm of uttar pradesh was a sitting mp but he resigned his seat uh, to become the cm so that went to bipole and for the first time since 1989 Uh, the BG- well 1989 Nin- to 91 uh, hindu mahasabha was winning but yeah. but the same seat basically the yeah. mahant avedyanath won um, they lost the seat that was all in almost three decades and then was the seat of fulpur where kesha prasad maurya who's the deputy cm of up it was his seat and uh, bjp lost that seat too what was interesting is in both the seats the samajwadi party and the bsp had formed sort of an alliance now the bsp does not usually normally contest bipoles in up but this time there was an overt support to the samajwadi party the congress was still there but predictably it's lost its deposit um, but that alliance seemed to have worked on the ground and uh, the samajwadi party nominees won and also gorakhpur was fascinating because um, uh, uh, 5% the bjp lost 5% of the vote so clearly the bjp faithful did not show up in gorakhpur so what happened there exactly we are here to discuss so before i get to sunanda uh, i want to know pradeep what do you think about the bipole results uh see uh, adit i have been saying this that this is not a loss that can be taking no- uh, taken normally yeah. uh first thing first it is very unprecedented to have a sitting chief minister lose a bipole tattoo just with one year in office especially when his his popularity has increased manifold since he has become the chief minister and second second when he's won the seat consecutively year after year hmm. so uh, i think uh, that is uh, one context which i want to set before uh, analyzing it hmm. now there are two ways on uh, uh, how people are looking at it one certain insiders are looking at uh, for the first time a non mutt person has been given the seat so uh, this is basically a seat which was kind of, kind of, which is very uh, uh, close to the uh, in fact it is considered to be a mutt seat so whatever the mutt decides the gorakhpur mutt from where yogi adityanath uh, comes from that uh, it's considered to be a win win situation for the candidate but for the first time uh, you have a non thakur that's a brahmin uh, who was awarded a ticket and was not endorsed by the mutt but however having said that yes that was a significant factor but you cannot say that that was the only factor hmm. because <laughs> uh, you uh, the voting percentage was low hmm. and since the voting percentage was low 
either you can look if some people are looking at it that cardio mobilization did not happen but what i am saying is that why did the cardio mobilization not happen because in urban gorakhpur you had a significantly lower voting percentage so you have to read the situation more deeply whether the middle class which is considered to be the core voter of the bjp the traditional voter of the bjp the urban is it getting this enchanted is a question which has to be explored by the party if yes then it is a cause of worry if no then i think uh, uh, blame has to go on uh, the laxity of the cadre uh, thirdly i for the first time you had the samajwadi party and the bahujan samajwadi party coming together not so, the first um, time uh, but yeah. first time akhilesh yeah, and mayawati have come absolutely mm. yeah, yeah in the recent big i beg your pardon yes in the recent past mm. and uh, Uh, BSP is considered to be a party whose vote uh, is a the vote share is easily transferable. So uh, I think this this alliance coming together and winning winning in Gorakhpur and again in Fulpur is um, again a very significant development. And then they are also fighting together in Kerala. Mm-hmm. So I think that was also a catalyzing factor. But I do feel that you should uh, also read it. That uh, whenever Prime Minister Modi campaigns for the BJP, mostly apart bearing apart Bihar and um, Delhi, they won it. But why is it that in most of the bypolls which have gone in uh, uh, post 2014, the BJP is not able to perform hmm. very well? Okay. So, yeah. I think, So, so one thing, one thing, one clarification. I think I don't think Narendra Modi has campaigned for bypolls, has he? Because I think no, I think there is a president. Yeah, I I think it, there is a precedence. Well, also there is a there is this thing unwritten rule of Indian politics is something that usually prime ministers not don't cap, uh, campaign for bypolls. But I think Pradeep's point is this that um, has BJP come to a point where when uh, prime minister will um, you know um, campus for you know campaign for the election is that is the only time you will win. But I want to take what Pradeep said in a larger picture. What he said he said two or three good points. He said a this was considered a mud seat and this time mud. candidate or this candidate was not endo- bjp candidate was not endorsed by uh, the mat my biggest problem here in this whole scenario is because a lot of people are saying that bjp has endorsed the biggest mat candidate of all bjp has endorsed yogi adityanath to become the chief minister so to say that um, uh, so i don't understand what happened there so i also know from the ground report that um, what our reporters have been saying that when bjp actually um, these can the name of the candidate was chosen a lot of people are saying that brahman can candidate should not have gone from there but my point is yogi adityanath it it he must he did not sound any alarm bells at that point he must have accepted the candidate or he would have or some from some sources we would have known that he is not happy with the candidate when yogi adityanath is happy with the candidate or he has accepted the candidate when bjp has endorsed yogi adityanath the head of mahant of head to become the cm what is the reason that mat will not uh, support this candidate I'm, so I don't know, and I'll tell you one thing, and I'm coming to you, Pradeep, in a second. I think that what Sunanda is alluding to is the sort of a cold war between Bujogi Adityanath and Shiv Pratap Shukla, and who was who was an uh, who actually got defeated on a BJP ticket from uh, Gorakhpur or something as he, an MLA. He defeated him. Yogi Adityanath. Yogi Adityanath defeated him as an MLA. Yeah. So. <clears throat> And uh, you, he, so this guy, uh, the other Shukla, Upendra, that oh, Shukla, yeah, 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 he was considered to be closer to that. Yeah. What my point is, and I find it a little disturbing, that if Yogi Adityanath wants to be the CM of UP and essentially even aspire for a higher post than that, then these sort of adjustments will need to be made for specific seats because eventually you are not going to get every single candidate that you want. and um, and up was lost by bjp because of infighting and their chief ministers uh, or senior leaders obsessing over that small constituency small workers and stuff bjp cannot afford to go back in that kalyan singh lost up because he sparred with vajpay over mm. seat distribution in fact most people don't remember in 2002 kalyan singh actually uh, b- for, did uh, split with the bjp, BJP yes. and came back in 2004 and that's why bjp got hammered in the 2002 elections uh, from opposition. so uh, pradeep what do you think is that is that what we are seeing again is the house not in order is it infighting i totally i totally agree with sunanda there and i also want to put another deeper point see 
everywhere in the circles if you observe whenever more the post yogi uh, yogi uh, coming to power in uttar pradesh uh, there was a common chant which used to go inside circles on social media yogi after modi mm. yogi is the next uh, leader now after this bipolar loss this is the time mr chief minister yogi adityanath does not win back up in the assembly election i think this conclusion which was being made i think that will take a back seat because mm. even if the bjp wins seats in uttar pradesh you cannot give a direct credit to mr chief minister yogi adityanath the credit will go to prime minister modi yes because uh, people will ask that if mr by being the chief minister because it's less understand he used to win that seat with a margin of 2 and a half to 3 lakh votes yes. now he's lost that seat with a margin of 30000 votes so within one year how can you have 2 lakh plus It's two lakh seventy thousand, two lakh forty thousand, seventy five, eighty thousand vote swing. That's mm. a huge vote swing. It cannot just happen because SP and BSP is coming together. Yeah, It no. cannot just happen because the cadre is not, uh, you know, come out. I think this is deeper. And if you are saying that no, this is just that it's the uh, cadre mobilization not taken place, then I think it's a very superficial analysis. I agree with you. I think people no, are trying to say that maybe the uh, cadre is not communicating the work on the ground. Mm. Maybe the voters are trying to tell you something which. might have some yeah. parsing conclusion and has to be studied no so let me give you an example of a gujarat example right it's no no i mean it's an open secret that in 2009 when lk advani was the prime ministerial face of bjp uh, harin pathak was given the seat from ahmedabad east and narendra mr prime minister narendra modi did not want mr harin pathak to be nominated mm. from there but he was nominated so Okay, he was nominated. Then Prime Minister Modi campaigned for him, even though he did not. Prime Minister Modi, when he was well, not he was the Chief Prime Minister. Minister, he was Chief yeah. Minister at that time. Yeah, and and I don't specific rallies. Ka to yad nahi, but Harin Pathak won by over a lakh votes because mm. Ahmedabad was a safe BJP seat, probably just as safe as Gorakhpur. Like yeah. they have not lost in a long time. So does that mean, since as a CM, if he did not like Harin Pathak, that Harin Pathak should lose this seat? Yeah. Because the greater goal was that BJP has to win the maximum number of seats in Gujarat. I am more worried about a different phenomenon. I am worried that is there some kind of distance between, you know, a lot of Gorakhpur people will tell you, well, Mutt is uh, Yogi Adityanath, but I am worried that is somehow some kind of, uh, you know, some discontent between Mutt and Yogi Adityanath. That is something the BJP has to, um, as um, Pradeep keeps saying, that you know there has to be a deeper analysis into it. That is there now suddenly that you know some kind of. Uh, you know disconcert there um and in when that kind of vacuum happens that is when sp and bjp no, and will another, um win and right? another thing i want to point out and pradeep you can come in here after this uh, point and I, i want to know what you think uh, i was actually looking at the electoral history of up right they have not had an incumbent chief minister come back in a long long time Mm. Like even when Kalyan Singh came back, uh, he was replaced in two years with uh, Ram Prakash Gupta, then Rajnath Singh. After that, uh, Mayawati came for a year, then Mulayam Singh for four years, then Mayawati for five years, then Akhilesh Yadav, mm. and now Yogi Adityanath. Mm. So for Yogi Adityanath to have any national ambitions or something, he will probably have to win UP again in 2022. Yeah. And and win the way they yeah, won it. And down. from no, maybe not the way. But yeah, that's impossible to get three fifty seats. But even if he gets two hundred and five seats, yeah. you know, it's a simple majority. It's, but Pradeep, what I want to really ask you is because I have heard a lot of stories from the ground where they said that the government and the ministers are having issues with the bureaucracy and stuff. And there are, um, quite frankly, a lot of uh, concerns about how the state can be administered. I mean, UP is a, any administrator's so nightmare. nightmare. It's a as big as brazil the country of brazil so um, what do you think is even even after breaking it into two halves it's still the size of brazil well, not two halves really. but i mean two one part two part <laughs> even one part moving away uh, so so what do you think uh, pradeep do you see this issue cropping up again uh, the governance issue i i i absolutely i think i agree on the principle of it because this is again this is a saying which goes that bjp is an excellent opposition but when it comes into power it struggles a bit and this is because of the system and the ecosystem uh, so uh, yes i also am getting certain reports especially from up that the bureaucracy is uh, creating hurdles or is not letting uh, uh, the work happen efficiently because again yogi adityanath is just not challenging uh, you know is not just a new chief minister but he is trying to challenge a complete entire ecosystem mm. and uh, apart from yogi you also need other ministers to deliver mm. and uh, 
uh, and I think now is within this general elections is not even a year away, and you would have the state of Uttar Pradesh in a constant mm-hmm. flux. So yes, uh, ultimately because it's not the chief minister with whom the public will be interacting daily; it is the bureaucracy with whom the public interacts daily. Mm-hmm. And uh, if uh, the there is a difference between what is promised and uh, what is delivered on the ground. Then uh, people will question the, uh, the chief minister and will question the government. Absolutely, yes, but there is there is another. Just, uh, just, I'll tell you, not just from Uttar Pradesh. I'm also getting a similar report from Haryana. Yes. So I think this bureaucracy, how do you handle the bureaucracy, is a very pertinent question, and this is somewhere uh, which has kept this government in flux for sure. Mm. Haryana, so there were a couple of huge gaping holes. Same in Rajasthan as well. But yeah. I um yeah. I want to take it to the ideological level now and talk about uh, Fulpur as well. So is is Mandal versus Kamandal debate coming back? No, I doubt it. Is something I don't, I don't, yeah. you don't think so? What I'm asking is that if SP and BSP do get together, it doesn't seem it seems that they will. They have tasted blood now, and they have tasted success. They will come together. So will caste politics now trounce Hindutva plank? So okay, uh, well before I go completely into it, uh, we actually carried a fabulous piece on Mindmakers on it by Mohal Joshi about how vote transfer doesn't happen. See, BSP has had this problem, and even when it was an alliance with BJP, where the BSP cadres and BJP also has had this problem in alliance with other parties, where their votes would be completely transferred, but the SP cadres, especially the, um, the, the 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 Muslim Yadav base. Uh, Will will not transfer their votes completely to BSP, and you've had uh, uh, that issue, right? So I don't know if this alliance can be replicated in a lot of constituencies uh, where. Uh, can, can I can I come in? Here? Yes, ah, please, come in. Yes. See, I think uh, I beg to differ a bit on this uh, with you, Adit. Hmm. See, I think let's understand that post the Prime Minister Modi and his rise, all these regional parties are fighting for survival. So, uh, for Samajwadi and BSP, uh, it is a survival and a necessity to come together in order to counter Modi, uh, especially going ahead for the, so this alliance is not looked from the point of view fighting the next assembly elections. Their immediate target is to get Modi out of Uttar Pradesh or reduce his no, speech so- substantially. But now, let me tell you something. Then, secondly, if you observe Mayawati's response, right after the victory, mm-hmm. she did not give a single press statement. Yeah. She did not come out in front of the media. So she is not playing the Uttar Pradesh chief minister game. And Akhilesh she is, is treating her as a high leader, a leader with most stature. So uh, this is what my understanding is. That's why I feel that these people might come together with very high probability, especially in uh, before 2009. No, so my yeah. point came out wrongly. What I was trying to say. is they may i agree with you that they will come together for survival i am saying that alliance might not work the same way it worked in these two seats you yeah. are going to see a lot of independents being fought and stuff like that But the one one place where i do see them coming together is i think now they are not going to go into an alliance with congress because congress is except uh, they might leave amethi raibareli and probably sultanpur for congress wherever sanjay singh wants to fight <laughs> for that that is uh, so three seats probably that but i also want to see the overall yadav base of sp and the dalit base of bsp the ba- they don't get along with each other no and you have to understand congress ka base is in generally in upper caste and brahmins in yes, up in up ha huh. yeah so you know here i am saying that sp base and um, bsp base are not going to be very happy uh, you know if the leaders are going to um, no because be they together. have burned their bridges so so they the have new, burned the, their the bridges new, completely no new cadre might work what pradeep was saying is the new cadre might do it for survival but the old guard how they react remains to be seen yeah. but but i don't think this is really a mandal kamandal issue because i don't see this happening say in madhya pradesh where bsp does have a little bit of base mm-hmm. in north madhya pradesh i don't see uh, them endorsing jyoti No, but Sindhya as the CM no, candidate. No, but what was usually said was that mm-hmm. the path to Delhi is through UP, mm-hmm. and that might have changed in a little bit now. But they used to say the path to uh, Delhi through Lucknow. Through Lucknow, in Lucknow, you have to see what kind of politics um, works. Mm-hmm. And uh, but so let me go to a larger picture, and I'm coming to Pradeep on this. Uh, you can just say, and I'm going by a completely unscientific method, that BJP will lose some seats in Rajasthan, Maharashtra, definitely if it goes away from Sena. <coughs> मध्य प्रदेश लिटिल बिट 
of loss will happen in Uttar Pradesh. Uh, mm. Bihar probably mm. they might retain their seats or something. So you can safely say that about 35 to 40 seats from where the 282 they won, they will lose. Do you think, considering the state of the BJP as it is, that it has the potential to of getting 40 seats from other places? Pradeep? See, let me come. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think BJP very well understands the ground reality that in you know, the states that you mentioned, there is very uh, sufficiently high probability that they will not repeat the same numbers. Yeah. And uh, if you observe their plan, I think they are consolidating uh, their positions in other frontiers. So if you see, see Northeast, Northeast has roughly 25 seats. Mm. Last time BJP got 8. Mm. So they are looking at a number more than 20. Now they yeah. are uh, exploring their opportunities in Odisha. Uh, they might, they are explore, they've already got Bihar in place, but they are again exploring their opportunities down south, say with Tamil Nadu with an alliance. And now they, I think, uh, Andhra Pradesh. A few Pradesh, seats in West Bengal, maybe? Think, a few extra seats yes, in West Bengal? Bengal mm. Yes. Absolutely, yes, mm. yes. There is a high probability of that because uh, the Tripura loss would definitely uh, reflect there. Uh, give, give, yes, yes. No, and I think the magic there. number for BJP in West Bengal is about 20%. Once they cross that, the seats will increase dramatically. Mm. Dramatically, yes, yes. And also, I think a uh, lot of people are saying that the seats will reduce, but if, if there is a huge perception which is built before the election, something big happens, something which really emotionally connects with the yeah. voter, then I see the voter will not waste his vote in these, uh, you know, respective states. Then yeah, people might are predicting uh, like a loss, say, for example, in Madhya Pradesh, people are predicting that BJP will lose at least 10, 10 odd seats. But I don't see that it might happen with certainty. I am One thing I'm sure that, in yes, in Rajasthan, they will lose it. Uh, in others, uh, for example, in Maharashtra, they'll lose certain seats. But again, when it comes to 2019, if, if it is Modi versus all, will will the voter look at these states as voting against Modi? Uh, 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 because he will not look at it voting against Modi if he's built a trust with Modi, right? So yeah. if I can vote out a Devendra Fernandez government, but I still feel yeah, Udnis is not about Devendra Fernandez. Udnis is about Modi. So I might still support Modi if I believe change has taken place or if some emotional connect he's got with the voter. So what we are so saying I is that should... six to eight months is a long yeah. time in politics. It's hard to discuss uh, now. We have also... is a long time. We all were discussing this uh, week back that uh, we, it's done in 2019, it's done and dusted. Now yeah. no, 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 no. It's not coming together. So I feel, like I said, yeah. in 2012, if someone were to tell people that BJP will get 288 seats, no 22 seats in 2014, no one would have thought it, yeah. bought it. But... Uh. One thing is for sure, and I've tweeted that, and we'll we'll come to we'll go, we are going to part two in just a second. That if if it's a presidential or quasi-presidential election between Modi and Rahul Gandhi, Modi will come back with a landslide, mm. and I don't think the regional parties would yes. want that. I See, the moment uh, Adit, I think absolutely, if moment it becomes Modi versus Rahul, I think BJP will green tremendously. Mm. That is for sure. There, which is uh, you know, looking whatever moralistic arguments Congress gives, whatever argument they give, but I think. Uh, if it becomes Modi versus Rahul, at least right now, people on the ground will trust a Modi more than a Rahul to take the country forward. Huh. Essentially, Rahul Whatever is considered yeah. quote-unquote damaged goods. But anyways, we'll explore that and a lot more and a little bit of Northeast uh, things in part two. So, actually, we were, uh, 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 initially bola nahi tha, but we were talking off the record about a little bit about the other states and Karnataka ki baat chahi, we'll spend a little bit of time in the end talking about Karnataka as well. But uh, before we get into that, Pradeep, I want to just uh, give you a couple of minutes to talk about your experience in the Northeast. So, what has it been like and wh why do you think there is a huge perceptible change in the Northeast or almost BJP's attitude, well, not BJP really, BJP has been always focusing on the Northeast in the last five, six years. But the national media's attitude towards Northeast that suddenly you had a Lenin statue being debated uh, day in, day out, uh, although it was news from Tripura, which earlier never made the national news. See, uh, I think that Tripura was an experience which uh, was a difference about perception and reality. So perception in Delhi was that uh, Tripura has a chief minister who is very poor, Tripura has the highest literacy rate. So I had uh, landed in Tripura thinking that it will be one of the cleanest governments. It is a government which will deliver. Mm. But as I started moving in the state, what I found was that uh, 
chit fund was something which was a norm people there was a huge undercurrent there was fear in the mind of the voter in fact the welfare benefits like mandrega benefits were denied if you do not follow the communist cadre and huge difference between what these what a lot of people used to speak in delhi and delivery on the ground uh the youth now youth used to meet me saying that sir i work from morning 5 am till night 1 o'clock and he just gets 5000 rupees will change happen fourthly um lot of lot of places which were known like their bagans basically huge lands of tea uh, they were all converted into waste lands tripura is also known for rubber plantation and uh, bamboo bamboo plantation but uh, the whole model model of it was based on making the land owner the peasant if i have a land uh, rather the communist cadre uh, owns the land and i have to pay a certain commission to the cadre so rather than a land owner the i become a peasant and i get a fixed salary on my own land and even this uh, people having huge acres of land were not able to earn uh, income so again the, it, i think the whole model was to manufacture party to keep people poor and to uh, you know lecture mm. about democracy to lecture about the uh, uh, clean uh, uh, clean government let me give an example so everybody spoke about literacy rate so rather than literacy rate as he started moving he found that there is 30% people who could complete their graduation in tripura uh, and uh, most of the media apart from being one or two state owned media Mm-hmm. you can't criticize the government yes. moment you criticize the government mm-hmm. in fact i will tell you as an interesting fact that there is only state in this country where the chief election officer used to sit in the same building in the same floor as the chief minister chief i mean minister that is amazing and no yeah. one had so no one pointed it out yeah that pointed it out exactly i was so shocked yeah. i had pointed it on so many television debates so the finance minister sits three cabins away from the chief election officer mm-hmm. chief minister sits on on the floor above the chief uh, that's uh, shocking above the chief election officer and you tell me and the all the other bureaucrats like the principal secretary everybody sitting just doors away and the hypocrisy of the media is uh, you know uh, so blatant that for really suddenly that nobody none of these journalists who came and interviewed manik sarkar thought about it yeah. in fact tripura is the only state where i was about to do the opinion poll the chief election officer said no then i had to take the permission from the chief election commission mm. in delhi and i told him the law and after uh, he uh, towards the last uh, uh, end of it uh, gave us the permission but after that when i left tripura the channel which broadcasted it with me was shut down for two days yeah so uh, Uh, this is the level of human but, selectivity but that is what that's, that's, that's how communists uh, that's how communist so regimes I mean, are the <laughs> communists the biggest hypocrites hypocrites i think there no logic of being neutral when i say this the biggest hypocrites in this country are these communists they talk about they give lecture about democracy but all these indicators in their uh, state uh, is absolutely low but they talk about freedom of press they talk no let me no, just no, let again, me they talk about freedom of press Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, go no, ahead. Finish up, Pradeep. Finish. No, I am saying that they, they, they were like so everywhere in Delhi. You will have them uh, lecture you about freedom of speech, expression, or etc., etc. Things nobody spoke about. Shantanu Bhomik, the guy was shot dead, yeah. and all everybody speak about Gauri Lankesh. But the, in the same proportion, yes, I speak about Gauri Lankesh. But why don't you speak about that guy? Yeah. You know, they run their own broad. There is it is compulsory for people in Tripura to buy a daily, which is a daily. which is run by the communist party yeah. in tripura now you tell me how can these people talk about freedom of speech no, no. freedom you, of expression uh, we were the first people to you know we were the first people to say they released press notes saying that i had taken money from the bjp then i yes. released uh, do a complete press conference showing all my bank, bank accounts mm-hmm. the, for the first time in tripura you had somebody telling the truth and i got lot of support in the end towards the regional media mm-hmm. and uh, there was you and you know, the point is it was not to do with the bjp the point is that since long there was a huge undercurrent which was developing yeah. congress could not mobilize it in 2013 because it is a very elitist organization yeah. it sits Uh, it comes to Tripura. It goes out of Tripura. So yeah. all these cadres mobilized and came to the BJP. So uh, the BJP when when communists, yeah, Pradeep, yeah. when communists talk about freedom of speech, they mean freedom of their speech. They don't mean freedom of your absolutely, speech and my absolutely. speech. No, no, and they own and they want monopoly of their speech, not just freedom of speech. Absolutely. They want monopoly of their speech. So I have no, I have an issue with that statement. When you guys say communists are the biggest hypocrites in India, I think they're the biggest hypocrites in the, the world. world. Yes, they are Which the was, biggest hypocrites in the world. Because look at Venezuela. 
Venezuela. Look yeah. at Cuba. Yeah, you know? everywhere. And I have to ask you both one because um, uh, Sunanda, you have seen politics significant a little before uh, started seeing a little before I mean. Do you think in India we attach too much virtue if somebody dresses very simply yes. and a personal personally incorruptible? Yes. So for Manik Sarkar, the only thing for the longest time I have heard is, oh, he donates all his no. salary. No. Okay, Adit, I want to intervene on this. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody spoken about Manik Sarkar's uh, poverty. Manik Sarkar Kurta having two thousand five hundred rupees. But you let me. Nobody has investigated the amount of wealth his wife has. Hmm. Nobody's investigated or said that his wife was the person who cut the ribbon of uh, Rose Valley's cab. Here, I, I, it doesn't matter no, to me. No, I'm saying today no. that I earn two thousand five hundred or twenty five thousand, twenty five lakh. No, no, exactly, Pradeep. I, I, so I don't mind even if his, of course, I mind if his wife made money corrupt in corrupt means. But legitimately, if she had a job uh, which paid ten lakhs a year, legitimately, and she earned her money, I have no problem with that. I don't care. Absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if Manik Sarkar actually took his salary and stayed in the residence that it was given to him, as long as he did his Do bloody you, job. You know, I, his job I, was to govern, I, I, and if the. Yeah, I had to hire private people as my guards after I released the opinion poll. So we released the poll say fifteen days before the election. I was still there in Tripura for seven days. I had to hire guards uh, who, who were there protecting us because we told reports that people might throw stones on our vehicle. That's so but, you know, incredible. That like common people, but common people. Wherever we used to go, oh, you were junkie bad guy. You don't need to pay anything. Come with us. Come with wow. us. So mm-hmm. what we did was you asked, for example, there was a guy journalist from Delhi who came, Jedi Mazumdar. So we had yes. bought him an art card. Yes, you are Jedi. We in fact quoted us in our article also that every third time, wherever you used to travel with us, people used to gather, take selfies. So after uh, the chief minister and these the leaders, people were popular with Janki Bhat because we for the first time reflected the voice of Tripura. In fact, uh, when we I had come to Tripura, there were one thousand people. Abhi uh, recently on the airport giving garlands and stuff. So I was it's so humbling that when you connect with the people, people are are the this time with yeah. you despite any power coming to I think I that's know. the most important thing. yeah and it's it's just it's just very sad you know I mean communism it flows from the battle of God what is there to talk about uh, more I mean one knows about um, the communism but before so. we go into uh, the Karnataka discussion um, and by the way Pradeep props to you for maintaining your composure and you know uh, fighting it out in Tripura very proud of you very proud oh, of you so for I was happy and I was just happy uh, I could make a difference to the life of the people of Tripura yes. and whatever allegations uh, yeah. side, but uh, yes, I see. I don't believe as an individual to not have my political opinion. But whenever I'm seeing something which is going wrong, right, it is the duty as when any individual should speak, irrespective of the ideology. If there is something which is blatantly which is going wrong, I think we have to speak because that these people speak about truth. I think the biggest truth is this: they are tell me one of their communist leader who actually spoke about it. So yeah. I think after Tripura, so I become like I can see through their thing, and it's like totally, totally sad thing. Yeah, because absolutely, it's not absolutely, the party, absolutely. But they're anti people, is what I can see. Mm. Right. So before we go into Karnataka, Sunanda, I want to ask you a trip that was not covered too much, but I think uh, Mind Makers covered did a great job covering uh, covering it. Was the French President Macron's trip to India, absolutely. and I think it's a very significant visit. Uh, I did not honestly know about the nuclear cooperation between India and France or the level of which and uh, people seem to be obsessed talking about the Rafael deal or something but apart from that the other things that happened were significant also his statement uh, he kind of uh, admonished a little bit America a little bit and yeah. um, uh, favored India <coughs> and uh, India's also outreach when it came to the solar alliance and all this solar alliance and maritime cooperation maritime. is huge because um, France is very much invested in Asia um, more than United States or even more than United Kingdom uh, more. United reason. Kingdom is just another um, island now of uh, shopkeepers but even United States I mean is um, it's United States is not as much invested in uh, maritime cooperation as France is so that was a very significant short visit and uh, because it came right after Justin Trudeau the similarities could not be uh, missed for so, once both both tweeted in French as well I mean Justin Trudeau does in English and French. French, yeah. So it was the similarities couldn't be missed, you know. And uh, it was an, it was an uh, interesting trip. You can read all about it on Mindmakers because I think we were the only ones that covered it, um, uh, you know, in 
such detail and the Indo-French relationship since 1947 uh, we have um, uh, for all those of you who are um, policy wonks and who are interested in foreign policy that is the piece for you to read to read absolutely yes. so uh, Pradeep if you wanted to add anything about on this otherwise we'll go to Karnataka I, I will speak on Karnataka because uh, I think Sunanda has spoken and uh, uh, after uh, and uh, uh, I think I would I would uh, have my voice in Karnataka okay. Okay. because already a lot of vaccines people have said in, uh, on the uh, Indo-France okay. So, I think so I, absolutely. I so, to give everyone a brief overview, Karnataka goes to polls in about a month, I think, month mm -hmm. or two, uh, roughly. Uh, the dates have not been announced yet. No, right? dates have yeah. not been announced. So, uh, uh, 2008 uh, was a very watershed moment for BJP in Karnataka. It's, it formed the first government in South of India uh, with B.S. Yadiyurappa as the CM. Then it was a little bit of tumultuous period because after there were some corruption allegations or something, which I think he got exonerated upon. Much later, Much but later. before that, he was pilloried to the <coughs> extent that I don't know. You, of because course, know, but I don't know how much Pradeep was around at that time. But the allegations, national television used to just talk about Yadirapa. That's all they no, used no, no. to do. No, no, no. There was another chap they used to talk about, Justice Santosh Hegde. Yes. Santosh Hegde and Yadurappa, I mean, these were like, that's all you would see at primetime channel. I mean, people were obsessed because it was that one BJP government that they wanted to get rid of. And finally, uh, at that time, and, and a lot of BJP. people would say that uh, a lot of state chief ministers uh, and them did not want Yadurappa to go. But there were a couple of leaders in Delhi who wanted Yadurappa to go as yes. well. Yes. So um, people have to remember that that BJP was different from the current BJP. Exactly. They did not raise it out. And, uh, you know, Yadurappa. Yadurappa had to resign. Yadurappa formed his own government, I mean, own uh, party. That did not work out well. It never does. Kalyan Singh did. And, uh, no, no, I think he, made, he wanted to make a point. He wanted to he make a point, which he made. In 2013, where BJP, BJP actually had two CMs, Sadhananda Gowda and Jagdish Shetta. Mm. And then BJP got hammered in 2013, where it came to the same amount of seats as JDS. Yes. And now, the, Mr. Yadurappa is back in the BJP, ostensibly a CM Because candidate. he brings back the entire Lingayat um, community, community with him. With him. So, with that as the background and a wily CM called Siddharamaya who's, who somehow is never questioned on the law and order deterioration in Karnataka yeah. uh, Gauri Lankesh tragically her tragic murder was uh, you know people were like all going all uh, crazy about who did it but then since then no one has followed up with a story on it and why the Siddharamaya government is not able to find out who did it um, so with that in the background and Siddharamaya who's been doing raising up a north-south divide so to speak let's discuss what can happen in Karnataka right now. Yeah. So Pradeep, what do you think? Who has the edge in Karnataka? See, I think it's a three-corner contest in Karnataka and GDS is, uh, will be a very big factor in Karnataka. Hmm. Uh, Congress, uh, my initial reports I had by verified citizen reporters on the ground in the past one month. So I mostly have not travelled a lot. I'll be beginning my travel and by end of this month and we'll be spending at least 30, 35 days there. But at, least at the outset, what I'm getting is it will be a very close fight. Uh, and uh, the Congress and the BJP, there is an undercurrent against the Congress, but what has happened is that Kumar Swami himself has done a lot of groundwork in the past two and a half, three years. And his personal connect with the voters in Karnataka is, um, has improved with each passing day. Now you have, and then on the other side, uh, Sita, there, there is, uh, especially um, in the rural areas, there is an undercurrent against Chita Ramaya, for sure. Mm. But what has happened is the opposition has given him a lot of things on pattern. So see, uh, the, in urban, uh, urban Karnataka, you had this issue of uh, potholes. Uh, but uh, sadly, the moment the opposition used to put that point out, within 15 days, he used to solve it. So the government was... The, it was uh, seen as being responsive. Uh, so uh, there, there is an undercurrent, but uh, what I'm saying is, I have not seen at least. People have not told me that what is going to happen that Congress is going to go. There will be a fight. But do you so think JDS is JDS punching above its weight apart from the old Mysore area because that's where it's strong, right? I, yes, yes. I think it's uh, strong in pockets. It's not strong across the state. So I don't see JDS in probability forming the government on its own. But even if the JDS gets 30-35 seats, mm -hmm. it will be in a very sufficient position to decide 
uh, who will form the next government. So JDS is not forming the government on its own, but it will be the deciding factor of who will form. But the I think government. it's also a factor of what, how how well or badly does BJP and Congress do? Because I think last time also JDS got about 35-40 seats, but BJP was reduced to 35-40 seats, so Congress actually got more than 110 seats since it out. See, the BJP's vote share reduced from roughly 1589 in 2008 to just 37-38 in uh, 2013. Uh, and this, it, it, it's the central part where the pocket, where the BJP was all converted into Congress. So that will be very uh, yeah. significant for the uh, and, and ironically, uh, BJP, yeah. Ironically, in 2013, when BJP did form the government, Congress actually got more percentage of votes yeah. than BJP. <laughs> but BJP's Congress was more concentrated in pockets and BJP's was more spread out. So, But I, I remember in 2000, 2008, sorry, that's when they got uh, 1% less than Congress and formed the government. But Vinod Mehta actually made a comment, I remember, after the 2013 uh, assembly election results, which I took with me uh, on Times Now, at that time Arnab was on Times Now, that the Congress has not won Karnataka, the BJP has lost Karnataka yeah. and that was the story of the 2013 Karnataka elections that the Congress won it by default yeah because they didn't even I mean their house was all over SM Krishna was fighting mm. with someone and you had I mean just you know now now the SM Krishna is in BJP right I know huh, so <laughs> things how things change let's hope let's hope when he gives his speech in the rallies he reads the he correct reads his speech. Own speech so <laughs> Oh. That's funny. But um, Karnataka is a story that we'll be watching pretty closely. And I know we have very little time. But Adit, if you give me permission, I want to talk about two stories that Please. have, um, and I'll quickly go over them. A, uh, we did not talk about TDP taking support back from... Uh, let's talk thing. a little bit about that. So that we have discussed this umpteen time in our... Um, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, website and there have been um, fascinating, um, uh, you know, uh, reports and everything on mind makers that you can check. This is a developing story. We don't know how, um, uh, you know, BJP will react to it. At the moment, they are taking a very defensive position. They're saying that BJP has done enough for um, Andhra Pradesh and um, uh, Chandra Babu Naidu is being very, very unrealistic. Mm. Uh, so that is the position that um, BJP has at the moment. We also know that in Andhra, BJP is not very popular. We know it from our ground um, reporters that BJP is not very popular in Andhra. So who is Chandra Babu? Chandra Babu Naidu has never won an election himself alone. So how is he going to, who is he going to ally with? That that's No, I think he won it alone. Right? When? Uh, uh, he had 1999 to 2004. Didn't yeah. he have alliance? With Maybe you're right. He had an alliance. He probably did have an he alliance. Had, he had a small time alliance. NTR won it. NTR won it. He has never had, a, he has never won election alone. That's interesting. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see that who is he going to ally with. Um, you know, that's interesting. So this is a story that is burning. We will take it up in our um, huh. next podcast. Another small story, and which is not so small from the point of where I come from, because I think it's huge, um, is... Um, Craven apology of uh, Arvind Kejriwal to Bikram Majit here. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> I mean that is unbelievable. That is death of um, Punjab up for sure. But that is complete loss of credibility for Arvind. If Kejriwal. you believe he had any. If yes, and here is my point. Here is my point. I do not. You know, Bikram Majithia could get off this and everything, whatever it is. For me. I don't hold Akalis and Bikram Majithia in that high of a position, you know. Yeah. I do think that there is something that is attached to Bikram Majithia that no one is able to find out. But here is the point. I mean, um, uh, he developed, gave the Apparently most Captain. craven apology. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know how... Another he... thing that didn't dominate the news that much was uh, the uh, firing of Hasid Drabu. Yes. As the finance minister of JNK, after actually he called it a emotional problem or something? Or no, he called it a social problem. Social problem, sorry. He said Jammu and Kashmir is not a political problem, it is a social problem and I agree with Hasid Drabu, but hmm. that's for another story. Clearly, Miss Mufti doesn't. So, yeah. uh, that's, that's another story. Uh, Pradeep, any quick take on the TDP pulling out? See, uh, I think TDP pulling out... Uh, yeah, uh, see, uh, I think I was expecting this post the equation between the BJP and PDP, how it was uh, facing, uh, how it was surfacing. So you need to see uh, who will send the Babu Naidu line with, as uh, she was, uh, as Nanda was mentioning. Mm. And uh, but don't be shocked that post, even if we realize in post 2019, 
he might come back to uh, the NDA. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. is an individual who can uh, who sees the weather, and he will obviously likes to be close to power. Yeah, he yeah. Might, I think he is. It, it is more important for him to go out of NDA because of his domestic political competence. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's no yeah. ideological. It's but no BJP ideological doesn't have to make the same blunder it did in '99. Sure. But you know what? I I also want to step on the R thing. Yes, what? I've been covering this Delhi. We'll be releasing this by a uh, poll on the 20 by polls. Uh, who will be winning? The initial reports that we are getting, I think, we're releasing it in a day or two. We've been on the ground from 15-20 days. Like, AAP has literally gone to the third position. AAP has literally surfaced out, and the trust that the, um, the trust that people had with Arvind Kejriwal across that spectrum has fallen drastically. Now he looks as a person who, brother, he can't do anything. He can't say anything. He is such a Congress, the Congress, the BJP. So, so Pradeep, if elections were to be held, as a politician, will be dying a natural death very soon. Very soon. Because he played his cards uh, absolutely wrongly, and especially with this Punjab blunder, I don't know how will an Awami Party carry that trust that man. Yeah, Pradeep, if elections, of, yeah, yeah. if elections uh, yeah. were to be, if elections were to be held in Delhi today, who do you think will win? See, I think it will be a fight between Congress and BJP. Aap will not be. Uh, a player anymore? Yes, yes. It will not be a prominent there. Congress has really gained a lot of ground. Uh, so, uh, so who in Congress is gaining? Who in Congress is working for um, um, the state? I mean, other than uh, Ajay Makan. Ajay Makan. Who else is working? Uh, no, I think uh, there are two things here. Uh, I think Rahul Gandhi has given Ajay Makan a free hand. Okay. Sheila Dixit and Ajay Makan have also come together privately. So there is the Gurbaji thing has gone away. The so why I say that Congress might be a bit tired is because at least in the BJP Delhi there are a lot of it's called uh, you know different factions of different central leaders. So uh, it is very difficult for BJP Delhi to fight as a unit. And especially after the MCD, even when they got elected back yeah. in MCD. Uh, the ceiling issue. The ceiling issue. Yeah, ceiling issue. Just, just, just hold that thought one second, Pradeep. Just one second. Just Pradeep, you were talking about the ceiling issue. Yes, I am saying that the way the union urban minister has given this statement that ceiling is something which is good. Uh, I think ceiling would hit BJP really badly uh, because uh, let's admit this that yes, even if it is illegal, the uh, the trader is asking that brother, at that time the J E P has also also signed that that I am making this statement because 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 I am making this statement and uh, Congress has taken a much better stand on ceiling compared to the BJP, uh, and I, I agree with you. Definitely, in fact, BJP. And BJP's score, vote top bank top. in Delhi, especially in areas of old Delhi, Chandni Chowk and stuff, is traders. Uh, sorry, I didn't link it with the same core, uh, core vote bank thing, which is being saying that is the core vote bank feeling disenchanted? Is a question. Yeah. See, see, and, and when you say see, they got and Pradeep, they got hit by demonetization. Then they got hit by then yeah. they got hit yeah. by GST, and now they got hit by ceiling. So Absolutely. it's Absolutely. it's a lot for anybody to take. Oh, it's yes, a lot. Yes, yes, I mean, yes, and especially yes. in Delhi, me to trading traders are the core vote bank. But of course, they are. Yeah, yeah. So they are the main core. Hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I w- I'm very interested because I would want to know what somebody like Vijinder Gupta says because you know he is from he his constituency is Rohini. Yeah. I think he is even fought elections from Chandni Chowk, and I potentially see him as the next CM candidate of BJP. So, I hope not. I hope they find a fresh face. No, but they I'm, are not going to win Delhi with the current BJP. I can tell you that much. But but Vijinder Gupta was. Sorry. Is that question to me? No, 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 no. We were just talking about like uh, you think Vijinder Gupta will be a CM candidate or will they look for a fresh candidate? I don't know because you know Manoj Mister, uh, if you are uh, you talking about the BJP, right? Yeah. See, Manoj Tiwari is positioning himself to be the chief minister candidate in BJP, but uh, again there is another very big faction which does not like Manoj Tiwari. As I said, I can't predict the Delhi BJP. There is a lot of different factions in the Delhi BJP, hmm. and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I would reserve my comment on it. Uh-huh. It is uh, very very early days, and yeah, but yes, I am quite sure that the uh, Congress is gaining ground, 